to be the best you can artistically in this realm artistically that's kind of like a lofty word to put what we're doing yeah <laughs> but um this is art hey, kyle how's your dick doing <laughs> exactly <laughs> they say home is where the heart is so i wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless this is doubly negative i'm kyle right over here is my friend and co-host chris i'm chris Hi. We're, we're a couple of guys and uh we're, we're trying to be up to some good We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. <laughs> not, not, not great. No, pretty clunky. But it's your first time doing the intro. You know, oh. just goes to show you, my job's not that easy doing the intro. Coming up, with you me. made it look easy. I thought I was gonna kill it. Well, I said the same thing for like seventy-six episodes in a row, however many, mm. and then you know, two of them I switched. But whatever, we're here. A little earlier for me. A little earlier for Kyle as well, obviously, but still later. 9.30. You got a haircut. I did. Thank you for noticing. Um, yeah, looks good. You always feel like more confident, a little more pep in your step after the haircut. I would not know. Actually, I got one haircut in the last year and a half or two years, and it made me feel awful. Well, well, for me, I think it's because I, th- I, I think I look quite handsome when my hair is cut like this, you know, and I got the beard. You do. And um, I'll let the hair grow. Just be pure laziness. Making an appointment and getting something done is just not what I do. But I'm at the stage of my life where, like, the top doesn't grow as well as the sides. So the sides will get longer and the top will just look awful. And that's kind of what I deal with for months at a time. I, I go far too long in between haircuts. Like, should be every, like, two weeks. That is a ridiculous thing to say. What? That it should be every two weeks, according to who? If what, I want, what are you? Why? If I want, why should handsome. it be every two weeks? If, what, if, if I want to look handsome, if I want to look clean and trim, I'm shaking my head for the people watching on YouTube. I'll actually release this one on YouTube. But all right, I'm I'm trying to think of the right word. Or maybe way to two weeks that. wasn't right. Maybe two weeks. I don't I don't know weeks. whether it's obsessive compulsive or vain or what, but. Saying that you need to get a haircut every two weeks to look handsome, it's just, that's that's ridiculous. It's making me mad. I'm angry. Well, I'm sorry, but when my hair is not cut, I just don't look good. And it um, feeds into my confidence levels. It, they'll go way down while the hair is long. Yeah, let's be a little bit more precise here because it's one of those things. You, you said if I don't cut my hair every two weeks, I don't look this way. But that's that's not true. You no. don't feel yeah. that way, right? Yes, yes. Because I think you look great all the time. Well, I appreciate that, Kyle. Yeah. Just uh, I'll get in in my head about the hair and then the beard, and I'm like, I just look like a fucking fat gamer kid that's never manicured himself in his life. But Yeah, <clears throat> actually, I can relate um, with the beard because uh, my, my normal schedule is just trim it, and then let it go for however long until I hate myself in the mirror, and then I trim it again. Um, yeah, that's it. So, so actually, it is kind of similar, and that that's like a maybe that's like a two week turnaround actually for me too. Um, I just get yeah. to this point where I'm so scruffy, and I just think I look like homeless or really low class, and then I get rid of it. Yeah. Do you like trim under the neck as the days go, or no? 
No. And uh, that's what I used to do in the past when I cared more about myself and my life and my dignity. Mm-hmm. Um, but but no, <laughs> these days I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Things have changed. I don't feel that way about myself anymore. So I think you'd look really good with the beard. That's just me. And maybe we do a little experiment. You grow it out. You keep the, the neck underneath and just see how it looks. Because you get that blonde beard, I think it would go well. I don't, I don't mind it actually, and that's when I did that when I was trimming the neck only. I didn't mind that, so uh, I'll go with that. Because I really, I really, me. I really want to see you with the beard, long blonde hair and a beard. You're gonna have to bring a towel around everywhere you go. Just hand them out to the ladies. Why? What? You know what? Uh, towels? Oh, because they're gonna be okay. I got you. <laughs> that took me a minute. Sorry, it's the warning for me, Kyle. You've been up for hours now. I need that you. That was kind of a kind of an intricate joke, kind of subtle. Uh, yeah, but I, I I like it more because of it. Oh, fantastic! Is it one of those ones that hits you afterwards and you go, "Oh, yeah, I like that." I think this is going to be a percentage of our viewers that still don't know what we're talking about. That's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to explain that to Tika. Pretty sure. That's fine, but we're not going to explain it here. That's not what we do. She didn't know what I was talking about last time with um, when we were discussing uh, the disgusting sex acts. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I very, I, w- I was very vague with mine. Yeah. Um, and she, she said, what what, you, what were you talking about? Like what? what I didn't get it. <laughs> Does that ever like come up like, oh, you're talking about like former relationships. What's that about? Is that ever a discussion? No, yeah. we don't really do it that much. No. Um, Actually, I thought about it in in that moment last time, um, but after you went first, and I'll, I'll explain my whole thought process. You went first, and I wasn't sure if you were talking about Michelle or not. And then no. you said something that made it clear you were not talking about Michelle. So the fact that you went first and talked about someone else is like, okay, Chris did it. He's really safe, so I can do it. Yeah, I think that it's one of those things where like talking about past relationships, you know, to your partner all the time in conversation, kind of like that uh, relationship advice segment we did a few weeks back is different from us talking about it on a podcast. Like it shouldn't be something that, Oh, you can't talk about past relationships. You're in a new one now, you know, but I can see why it would, you know, maybe I don't, not jealousy, but like get the, the significant other's brain working a little bit. Like what the hell? But I don't think there's an issue with it. And I don't think it's kind of a topic that I've thought about a ton over the years because my own style, when I'm writing creatively, I'm not very good about writing pure fiction. Uh, It's just not what comes to me, but I'm pretty good about writing about my own life, like memoir style. And that means that what pretty much whatever I've written about is going to be about someone in my life. Yeah. And, um, and then in podcasts too, like all the best podcasts, all the best radio shows, whatever. I always really like when the hosts get personal and they talk about themselves, but it's, it runs the risk of hurting people in your life. So I've thought about that to, to a, to an extreme extent. And uh, I still don't have the answer. I don't know. I I think it's like to be the best you can artistically in this realm, 
artistically that's kind of like a lofty word to put what we're doing yeah <laughs> but um this is art hey, kyle how's your dick doing <laughs> exactly <laughs> but 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 if if we were at our very best we would say anything but that's also going to make us kind of assholes in our personal life so it's this weird thing where you either got to choose or do some sort of balance and I, I guess we're doing the balance but yeah I, I think there's certain things you do talk about certain things you don't talk about um and that's fine it'd be one thing if say the information that we were giving from our past life was putting a lot of money in our pockets. You know, like you'll see like the big podcasts that have hundreds of thousands of views. They'll say it because it's like, well, you're, you're mad that I said that, but do you like the car that you're driving right now? Do you like the house? Okay. So I need to say these things. Yeah. But then it's like, um, did they get that? Did they get to that point because they were doing that? If if they weren't doing that, would they have gotten to that point? Hmm, maybe. Let's fucking test it out. Yeah. No. Um. Like even Bill Burr has a. He's been with his wife forever. They have two children. And his new stand up, he like makes a joke about when he was on mushrooms and how he his wife came and sat next to him and he was wondering, did I marry the right woman? <laughs> like he says that in his in his act. So I mean, it's one of those things where his wife clearly has an understanding that. He loves her, and this is just a joke. Yeah. Or you just set that ground rule in the first place. It's like, yeah, this is what I do. If you don't like it, too bad. Yeah, but I feel like that's a, a selfish precedent to set. If you don't like it, too bad. This is how it is. You got to have the conversation. I'm sure that's something you have to run by your significant other. Probably depends. It depends on the person, the relationship, and uh, isn't that what boundaries are anyway? It's yeah. like you have your non-negotiables, and maybe it's not a non-negotiable for me and you, um, but maybe it should be. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'm at the point in my relationship where the non-negotiable should have already been set. Hold on. Perhaps. Once, Michelle's being very loud. Here's one of my non-negotiables. Honey, can you quiet down, please? She's just having a phone call right outside the door. Tell that bitch to cut it out. Yeah, she's, she's loud. She talks loud. Go smack her. You know what? I, I am. I'm gonna. Okay, she went in the other room. I heard the door close. See, it's a lot easier to say whatever I want about your wife. Yeah, go hit her. <laughs> yeah. I called her a bitch. I told you to abuse her. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's canceled. Yeah. Um. So we normally do the relationship advice, but we're going to switch it up Uh, just with a different, uh, similar subreddit, Am I the Asshole? Um, it's a rather long one. I don't have my contacts in, Kyle, so... I think I'm going to have to have you read this one. Uh, I, know, I know you read last week. Uh, that's a very creative way to make me read. It's a long one. and you, you I know, know your glasses are right there. Hey, I, I know, right, but... It's I, right. I hope... No, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And then I have to take the headphones off. It's <clears throat> my pleasure. Are we ready? I'm ready. Yeah, so just for a little bit more background information about the subreddit, slash, am I the asshole? Um, people post a story from their daily life where they're not sure if they acted incorrectly or they were correct, if they were in the right or the wrong. And then people comment and they say, uh, I think you were the asshole here. Or they say you were not the asshole. Or they say, 
everybody's assholes here, or they say there's no assholes here. Yep. Four bad. options. All right. I haven't heard this yet. I know the, the premise, so you're getting a fresh reaction, and Kyle has only skimmed it, so. Title. Am I the asshole for not letting my husband use my phone? My husband and I, they're both in their mid-30s, have had a rough couple of years with lots of conflict and conflict and near divorcing. No infidelity has taken place. During this time, I have relied heavily on my support network and of friends and a therapist. After catching my husband on two occasions scrolling through my texts and DMs, I told him he wasn't allowed to use my phone or computer without asking. He denied what he was doing and said it was just on the screen already, though I know it wasn't. He flipped his shit and said that it is very suspicious behavior that makes him not trust me, but conceded. Now a few months have passed and things have been better between us, but I won't let him, I'm sorry, I won't let up on the phone boundary. He stopped himself from grabbing it tonight and asked, may I? To which I said, yes, thank you for asking. He got incredibly mad and said that he doesn't feel this should be an issue anymore. He says that my secrecy is a red flag and that if I had something to hide, I'm sorry, if I said nothing to hide, this wouldn't be an issue. I fully admit I do have things I don't want him to see. Conversations with friends about his behaviors, conversations with my therapist, this Reddit account, and a journaling app. So what? Am I not entitled to privacy? He says I hurt him deeply and make him not trust me. He's not begging to snoop through my stuff, but does want to use my phone whenever he pleases to Google things. Am I the asshole here? Should I just not have secrets? Should I not text my friends or therapist? Should I keep my thoughts in my head rather than journaling or editing? Is that what a relationship is supposed to be like? Just unfiltered openness about everything in your life at all times? Hmm. So does this guy not have a phone? That's the first thing I want to know. Because why does he need to use her phone to do it? He's definitely got a phone. It's 2022. He's got a phone. So why is he... He's acting like he wants to go through her phone just to Google things, but you know he's trying to take a peek. Yeah. Especially since in his head he's been saying, it's a red flag, what are you trying to hide? This is why I don't trust you. It's like clearly you want to look at it for to see if you can trust her. Yeah, without that, those couple of sentences, the whole thing is way different. But it says, after catching my husband on two occasions, scrolling through my texts and DMs, I told him he wasn't allowed. And uh, yeah, it sounds like he's got motives. So he's actually not being fully honest about what he's doing. Yeah. Or really how he's feeling. Like, do you think she would have a different reaction if he said, listen, I've just been uncomfortable lately, especially when the first time you told me not to use the phone. Can I use it and just take a look? Because I, it's really bothering me. You think if he had like an open line of communication with her? So you mean, literally, in that scenario, him, he he would actually be asking for permission to to look and see if there's anything there. Even if he's just like, can I just make sure no, you're not talking to any guys. I won't look at any of your friends' conversations. I have no reason to. The real reason I'm in there is to see if you're talking to guys. But I wonder if he's actually curious more so about how she speaks of him to her friends and therapist. Could be. That's the thing. It might not just be to see if she's being faithful or not. He wants to know, how is she painting me to her friends? And how is she painting me to her therapist? I got that low once. Yeah? I uh, Yeah. I think I probably 
talked about this quite a bit, but um, the ex that cheated on me, I, uh, I did a pretty deep dive into her phone and she had deleted all the stuff. And uh, I was so desperate to find something that I did go through her conversations with her friends. And I even had to like translate some stuff because it was in Indonesian. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've got, I've gone into that type of deep dive. Did you have very good reason to do so? Um, like what made you suspect that she was being unfaithful? Actually, I would say if we were in like a court of law, mm -hmm. I probably didn't have probable cause. It was like 20 small things that just gave me an overall feeling. Um, 20 small things the, is a lot of things. Yeah, I, I ended up being right. I don't know if that counts for anything, but. um, That is one of those things where you ended up being right. So you're not the asshole. But if you were wrong and you did that deep dive and did all that, you'd probably feel like such a prick. I think it might be one of those situations where everybody's the asshole. Um, especially because like looking back on it now and even in the moment, I think I knew, but just the fact that I was motivated to do that probably meant that it was over anyway. Like I should have just ended it at that point because clearly I had no trust for her if I, if I wanted to do all that. Yeah, there's no trust, but here's the tricky part with that. Sometimes you can, uh, like those 20 small things you saw, you need validation that you're not going crazy in your head. You know what I mean? Like you're, that's what I, it was. Am I making this stuff up? Am I just being ultra sensitive? Like, there's no in the moment it's so hard to know if what that clue was is valid or if am i just being a psycho is that normal because you're much younger too you 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 get better at navigating these type of situations as you get older because you've been through them before and you you understand what you need to do as a partner and what's right and wrong yeah, a lot of what you said just nailed it um, <clears throat> to, to the point where you made me remember some stuff because that's what it was. E even after we broke up, because um, she just lied so so incessantly to the point where I was questioning my sanity. So that was actually uh, – that, that ended up becoming bigger than wanting to save the relationship or whatever. It was like I really believe this, but I can't prove it. And uh, – and if you didn't yeah, prove I it, felt like I felt like it was insane. Yeah. yeah. If you didn't prove it, you'd still be questioning it right now. Possibly. There's no closure. Anytime... I actually am quite grateful for that, that I ended up kind of getting the answers that I was looking for because it very well could have gone the other way. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I, it's one of those things where anytime you had a conversation or someone's like, oh, yeah, she cheated on me. You'd think, yeah, I was cheated on. I think maybe. You know, it would be one of those things that you never had closure to. And one thing human beings like is knowing the answer to something. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing you said, I think, I, well, I, I hope it's correct, is like you get older and you learn from situations. I think if I encountered the same situation now, I would have the experience uh, to just say, okay, my, my gut says that the past has taught me to just, that my gut is correct. Um, even if it's not, 
what I learned the last time too was also that I actually I did I learned two lessons because I didn't find anything um in that one moment I was talking about. So funny enough, you don't find what you're looking for, you continue the relationship, but you're still you don't have that trust. Yeah. And uh that it was it was a shitty few months that I spent with her. Um even after she was basic she seemed innocent, kind of. Um, but I was questioning my sanity the whole time. Anyway, so yeah, the, the point I'm trying to make is uh, you're, you're, you're correct. I, I hope that if I had that same situation, I would just trust my gut and I, I wouldn't need that proof so much. Yeah, and sometimes that can be dangerous too, though, because you've been through that situation. There, There's so many variables. Like, okay, that looks suspicious, but that it could actually be nothing. You know, like I say, one of those 20 things you found, I'm sure not all 20 of them were correct either. I'm sure... They weren't related to her being a skank. Right. So, I mean, you could start seeing similar things to that in your relationship and analyze those the wrong way. I meant more so like um, that where you know the flags, you know, okay, this is not right. And just I know me personally early on in like my first couple of relationships, I was like, am I supposed to be acting this way? Is this me being a good partner? Or am I being crazy right now? Like not knowing which boundaries I needed to set for myself. Example? Um, I don't know. It's like even like a girl talking to like an ex. Like, oh, we're just friends. We're still friends. And I'm thinking, should I say something? Like, I don't like the way this guy's talking to her, but that could be normal. I don't know. Like, if you just see, like, a text come through and you're like, oh, she's texting this guy a lot. And they say, oh, he's, like, one of my best friends. Because that happened in my very first relationship, actually. And she ended up fucking that guy and dating that guy. But what's your answer to that now? So so is that a boundary you set now? Yeah, like, the... It's not even something I even have to think about in this relationship, but like in that one, it was just the frequency of texts, the timing of the texts. I was like, oh, they 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 could just be good friends, and then they're hanging out a lot, and I'm like, okay, because it was a high school relationship. It was one of those like stupid relationships, high school. I mean, you don't know anything; you're both dumb. So. So what did you actually take away from that then? Like, if you had the same situation again. How would you handle it? Don't be as trusting. I uh, And I don't know if that's the right way or if that's just a learned behavior. But that's why, like, you need to take what happens after, like, every relationship you are in and kind of find, like, the happy ground or the middle ground. Because you don't want to just, okay, this person cheated on me. I'm not going to trust any other girl going forward for a while because one for one, I've been cheated on. So that that's what sucks, and that's what leads people to be like extremely toxic partners based on experiences in their past relationships. I think something you said in there hit on an important point too. It's like there is not really a right or wrong answer um, about what you decide you can accept or not. It's very personal. It's it's completely situation dependent, and um, and and you could say like um, I, I don't if if I'm gonna have a partner, I don't want them to text their ex. And some people might say you're too controlling or you're jealous, but 
that's that's up to you. Yeah. Um, and conversely, you could say, oh, nothing makes me jealous. I'll just allow everything. And again, that's that's up to you. So that mindset you're talking about when you were younger, and I've been there too, uh, even even recently, like where you're unsure of yourself and you're yeah. like, I, I don't know if, if it's normal for me to for me to set this boundary or to allow this behavior or to not allow this behavior. That's actually the that's what's hurting you is that indecisiveness and that um, I don't know, I guess, I guess some of that is healthy and, and you want to do the right thing. But I, I don't know. What's, what's the answer there? If, if you're not sure, how do you, how do you figure it out? Because you talk to other people and they tell you, well, you should allow it or well, you shouldn't allow it. But at the end of the day, it's up to you, right? Yeah. It's all situational and what you're comfortable with. I don't know. I think the people in their first relationships that are confident with those things, I feel like they might be wrong because I think you need to be kind of open and learning how to be a partner because you have no experience. So I don't think that's a bad thing that you're, you're not sure. And you're questioning yourself. It shows that you care and you want to improve, you know, you're taking the other person's feelings and like freedoms. Like I, you don't want to be someone to take someone's freedoms away, you know, like you need to be able to trust that person to not abuse those. But at the same time, and this advice is probably even more important for people like us, Chris, it's like there's nothing more important than your own happiness and your own sanity. So it would be extremely dangerous to go too far into that liberal section and say, well, I don't want to take away their freedoms. But then because of that, you're going crazy every day. Yeah, but you you got to find that other side of, okay, like like you were saying earlier you you have those personal boundaries like in your early relationships you figure out what those personal boundaries are some of them may be unjust due to you know your experiences in the past something that you may be able to work on but like having that boundary so you don't go insane and you know okay this person respects me they respect how i feel about this certain situation it's okay It's a complicated thing, dude. It is. And it's so gray because, like, for instance, texting an ex. If Michelle were to text a guy that she dated, like, a year before me or something, I'd probably be like, why? Especially if it was, like, a short thing. But if she wanted to text her ex that she dated in high school that they broke up 10 years ago, that's different. I don't care. That, that situation actually came up. Like, she, her ex-boyfriend from high school heard his dad died she came in and she said do you mind if i text connor and i felt like you don't need to ask that like you can just text him and say hi you don't need like there was a death in the family it's not like you're making plans to go get coffee or something and even then i probably wouldn't even fucking care it's that was in high school you know that but if it was more recent before me and her got together that's different does that make it sense? Might end does, that up... make me be, does that make me sound psycho? No, not at all. Okay. No, it doesn't make sense at all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, dude? I was just thinking it might, it might even be like extremely simple to the point where it just depends on how you feel with whoever you're with. You either trust them or you don't. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that everything is okay. 
Um, you still decide what's okay and what's not. But I was just thinking some of these things would depend, like how I would feel about it would depend or, or, or change greatly depending on who I've been with. Like, like I'm just thinking of a couple different girls that I've been with. And if that same situation where they wanted to talk to a guy from 10 years ago with, 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 with girl A, I'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. With girl B, I'd like, nah, I think you're going to fuck him. <laughs> so no that 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 is true because i was thinking that too like yeah so no 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 yes no yes yes no it's like it it varies per person yeah so so like maybe it's maybe it's that simple maybe i'm changing my mind too it's that simple and 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 in this example to, to like kind of loop it back to the post it sounds like they're at this point where they're 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 shaky right now this couple and it's one of those things where he, he he's she said that they've been on the rocks, like brink of divorce. Now right. they're in a good spot. But I feel like if you've been that close to like, it's always going to not always, but like. It takes a while to get back to that comfortable spot. Did it say how long they were together? Um, Let's see. No, I don't think so. Um, They said it was rocky is- for two years. They've had a rough couple of years. I wish they put a little more information about why it was so rocky in the last couple of years. Was it because there was, you know, some suspicious texting going on from either side? Yeah, that uh, that one sentence is actually a little bit cryptic. Um, yeah, there was no infidelity. No, but what do you know? Infidelity how do you, has how taken do you, place. How do you define yeah. infidelity? Right. You didn't fuck someone, but you were sending them nude pictures like it could be something like that. I don't know. It depends on what your definition of infidelity is. Cause some people think certain things are okay. Some people don't. That's where the boundaries come in. And then the respect of those boundaries can be broken. For me personally, there's a, there's something that's more interesting than any of this um, it, it contained in this. It's this issue of um, her opening up to her friends and her therapist about him. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, how do you feel about that? Do you do that? Um, do you talk to your friends and other people in a way that you wouldn't want your wife to see? And uh, I- I'll go first on this one. Yeah, I, I have personal conversation with my friends that I, I wouldn't want Tika reading. Um, and we've we've actually discussed this before, but I, I think she's a little bit, if I remember correctly, she-, she doesn't do that. She said she doesn't really do that. But um, I've always kind of been that way. Like my close friends, I kind of lean on and, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of spill everything. In. Yeah. Do you do that personally? So, I mean, I brought this up a few times on the podcast, but I don't really lean on anyone for right, you su- did. support. Yeah. Like if we get in an argument, I'm not texting people about it. And this may sound corny and cheesy, but my main focus is to like me talking to my friends about it from my point of view, even when people talk to me now, I want to know the other side of it too. And how that other person's feeling. I've had multiple times where I've had a friend consult me and like, talk to me about um, what's going on in their relationship and they're acting this way. And I'll ask questions like, Oh, does she feel this way? Because you did this in the past. Like if, there was an example of a someone where the guy wasn't very trustworthy and had multiple occasions of, you know, cheating. And he's 
working on it, working on it, and he's been good. And then, oh, we're fighting because she saw this on my phone. This girl texted me, but what am I supposed to do about it? And I was like, well, she feels this way because this has happened multiple times. You have to understand. I don't want to be that yes man to people because that's not a really good friend just saying you're right she's wrong so i like to ask the questions but me personally i don't put it out there because one it could be coming from a biased point of view if i'm having a, a disagreement with my wife and i take it somewhere else i'm telling them my side of the story without her being able to get her side of the story out and i don't think that's fair and i think it's just it, it could potentially validate my thoughts which are actually wrong in this situation just because my friends decided to be yes men not saying they are but i would rather discuss it with my wife right then and there when we have arguments <clears throat> we we won't go to bed until we figure this out we won't let an argument bleed into the next day well aren't you just the picture perfect marriage motherfucker well we weren't always but therapy and opening up our communication to a level where we're just comfortable saying, Hey, I don't like that. Oh, you don't? Why? Then we have the conversation about it. And we say, okay, I understand. But something like that's not coming from any example, but you know, we just, if we disagree on something, we'll talk about it and we get to the bottom of it. So we don't sit and stew letting arguments just last for weeks and weeks on end. It's like, that's always sitting there and stewing. You gotta figure it out. And we've never had like a situation where we couldn't figure it out. So it's different from couple to couple because I'm sure there are arguments you can't have in a day. What about you have that problem, you figure it out, but you still just want to tell someone. You, you never do that. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't like talking about my relationship with people. God that's damn it. You just make me look me so bad by comparison on a regular basis. No, I'm, me, this isn't the right way to handle it. This is, I don't think this is the right way to handle it. You know what talking to you on this podcast is like, it's like when I watch these Disney movies and the husband is like, gives his life to the wife and I'm, and I'm sitting watching like, what the fuck? I hate that guy. No, I'm talking to you right now. I just hate you. You're just so perfect. No, you are, you are God's gift to women. I don't know why. Um, but I don't like. I and, and I don't think it's the right necessarily the right way. For me personally, I don't like getting my dirty laundry out there. But some people need that kind of like back and forth with their friends. All right, all right. Then then a better angle would be this. What if Michelle did that? Does that bother you? No, it's however she needs help processing things. Because at the end of the day, the it, what they say, our conversation is going to have more like weight to it than their friend's opinion who's separated from the situation. And I'm confident in that. And hey, if she says yeah. her friend, if she says, oh, my, well, my friend said this, this, and this, I'll say, well, guess what? Your friend's a bitch. And I'll really demean that person and make fun of their intelligence. So, oh really? Yeah, that one. That, that that's the friend you get advice from. <laughs> I, I guess um, when you're determining on 
if it's uh, if it's it's be, if it's behavior that's acceptable or not, or, or like good or not, a, a lot of it would come down to for me too is like, all right, I, I do that to some extent, but I do it in the way that you were talking about earlier, where I don't want yes men either. Yeah. When, when I'm when I'm telling people I I don't want someone to say yeah you're right, so yeah. I always do my absolute best to give both sides. And I'm not ever insulting who I'm talking about at the time. I'm not like attacking them in any way. Cause, cause I'm trying to like, okay, the shoe, the shoe is on the other foot, right? Let's say Tika's doing the same thing. And I know she does. She, she seeks advice from her friends too. Now we might not want each other reading those conversations, but let's say I, I did for some reason, or she did for some reason. I think as long as there's no like she's such a bitch or he's such an asshole or whatever, there's no insults in there. Yeah. Then um, it's probably okay. I guess that would be the line is like how how inflammatory it is or I, I don't or or maybe it's all totally okay. I don't know. No, I feel like if you're being vulnerable with someone else, like a friend, and talking. You don't want anyone reading those conversations. It's not just her. I don't know. True. So it, I think that like private conversations with your friends, even if it's not about the relationship, just those are conversations with you and your friends. They're not for anybody else. Not that you're saying anything bad, but that's you with a friend. Do you ever think about, uh, and this is kind of switching gears, but I, I always kind of have this feeling that at some point there's going to be this monumental hack or something where everything is visible to everybody. Like everything you've ever put in a text message is just going to be like a public library on, on the internet. I, I always kind of think that that's coming eventually. Do you yeah, think I'm about sure that or you think that you think, you think that'll happen? Well, it's such a large scale hack that would need to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's, it's just we we don't know because technology who knows where it's gonna go like we see how how far it's advancing but i i don't know i think uh that would be such a large scale hack like maybe it would hit androids first and iphones because like that would be two different types of you know code that would need to be written to infiltrate because it's different operating systems not every executable is going to work on an iphone that would work on an android and then we have all these other phones so it's one of those things where I don't think it's plausible. What you want to bet? Well, I mean, well, go ahead. But is this actually like a bet we're gonna have, and then we'll see? All right, let's say ten years. No, uh, yeah, ten years is pretty okay, good. Okay, so are you meaning everything from the past and then going forward is gonna be? out in a public library or are you saying everything from now to 10 years will be out because that's a different question i think everything you think they're gonna find the text on your nokia brick that you made in high school <sighs> yeah you're probably right i don't know it's just it's just this feeling i have i think there will be a cutoff some... yeah so somewhere along the line where technology was able to you know like the first iPhone, maybe if we leave that as the place, the start point, everything that you've said and done from the first time you got an iPhone until 
That's more likely. That I probably. That's going to be fucked up. Yeah. No one's going to have a job. And everyone's going <laughs> to jail. Hey, uh, again, to shift gears, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back, I promise. But um, I watched this show recently. It's pretty good. Have you seen Devs? No. It's pretty good. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, you saw Ex Machina, right? Yes. So good. It's the, it's the same writer and director. I'm in. And it's a show about this uh, this company in Silicon uh, Silicon Valley. They're doing this top secret tech project. And uh, it's just it's just really good. That's That's all I'll say. But yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I went off on two tangents on tangents. No, that's fine. But I do want to say that I think society will collapse before the technology is good enough to leak all of our information. Ooh, go on. What, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, no. This is like Tim Dillon was talking about it on the Joe Rogan podcast the other day, and he was just making too much sense. So I was like, yeah, that's true. I think society is just going to collapse. He said he thinks yeah, yeah, yeah. there's going to be a... What, what's his rationale? He said, um, well, I was listening while driving, but he was just talking about how kind of like extreme both sides have been and they're just going to keep taking away freedoms and freedoms and freedoms from us. It was very like conspiracy theory. He is, he does believe a lot of conspiracy theories. I will say that, but he was saying just the state of perpetual war, you know, inflation going up, they start rationing water, everything's going to start getting taken away from us and they're going to take enough away that we're going to want to riot and overthrow and then it's all over. Either we're going to riot and overthrow the government or um, this is going to get flagged now. I said over. I said overthrow the government. And you also said we are going to no, overthrow the government. I'm not involved. I'm going to clip that. <laughs> no, listen, I for those government officials listening, I will just go along with whatever. I don't want to put the effort in. Let someone else handle it. That's fair. Um, now you should listen to the episode. It was actually really good. I will. Uh, maybe I, I don't know. I liked Tim Dillon. I told you I liked his special yeah. on Netflix too. Whenever I hear this, this whole line of thought, I always agree with it. Mm -hmm. But people have been saying this for hundreds of years, or you know, or however long. Like my my grandpa. I remember I was a kid and the joke in my family was that grandpa's always saying the sky is falling. And uh, it does seem like the sky is falling now more than it was back then. And I think it's going to continue to get worse. Probably. We had it so but, good back then. I don't know. Yeah. I, and maybe, maybe we'll look back on and now and say we had it good back then. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it does seem like we're going in the wrong direction, but like a total collapse it seems kind of implausible in the same way that you're talking about the phone hack. Maybe it's not like society it, it as a whole, like we're but pretty the, damn far the system that we're using. It's just, um, I guess the counterpoint I would say is that now, of course I didn't hear what he was talking about exactly, but he's talking about uprisings. The people that I see and the people that I think about are just too asleep to do that and we're talking about riots and uprisings that takes massive action yeah and i just i don't see a, a large majority of people or even a large group of people having the energy and the bravery to do that i think as a society we become so like 
numb and zombified. I, I, that's that's what I don't yeah. see happening. I, I see I see that things are going to continue getting worse. The the the, the wealth gap is going to keep getting bigger. People are going to live in worse and worse conditions, and we're all just kind of going to kind of accept it because we got Netflix. Yeah. That was one of the, he said, yeah, it's going to be so bad, but you're going to have Netflix, you know, you got Disney plus, but another reason mm. why, like, just to argue against myself and for you, uh, everyone hates each other. Like th- what's the last thing we've all, like everyone as a whole has been like, Oh, we agree. That's true. That doesn't happen anymore. There's always two big sides that completely disagree <laughs> yeah and they're the loudest ones on the opposite ends of the slide just fucking yelling with the megaphone so that everyone can hear them yeah because some people will be like no they're doing the right thing and it's gonna civil war is the only answer now we, we might be risking kind of covering ground we've already covered but but fuck it um it's my sure. thought what about what we want yeah true my thought about that too is whatever the issue is that we're talking about. And I think we could rattle off a bunch of them. Uh, the abortion thing, COVID, uh, you know, the January 6th or whatever. These are the kind of things that's kind of what you're talking about, right? Yeah. 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 Cause there's like, there's a large majority of people that can agree on like a lot of certain things like, Oh yeah. Don't be racist. That's bad. Uh, All those things. <sighs> It's it's almost like they're just distractions. Yeah. Maybe that's also. Well, I don't know. Is that what Tim Dillon was said? It was going to be like a left versus right thing, or was he saying it was going to be like a populist versus the government thing? Because I almost feel like those left versus right things ensure that the populist versus the government thing doesn't happen because everybody's divided. Yeah, I think it was more of populist versus the government he was talking about. This is the other people that think there's going to be a civil war too. Yeah, in the U.S. anyway. Mm. Maybe. What would that look like, though? That that would be. I mean, that, there would be civil wars in every state. That would be very difficult. Yeah. It would have to be like the North versus the South, like last time. Like Shane Gillis said, a bunch of guys with guns just shot the racism out of the South. Let him go. No. <laughs> that, that stand up is so fucking funny. Um, I I do feel like um like my grandpa my grandparents now because I just had the biggest urge to say I don't know man, and that's always what my, my grandma would say. She would always kind of some of my, my my grandma and grandpa were both kind of I wouldn't say conspiracy theory. My 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 grandfather was more conspiracy theory. By the way, which everything he says, I agree now. He was completely right. <laughs> really? So that's not an insult. Yeah. And and my grandma, too, I think it rubbed off on her, or, or maybe she was that way the whole time. I don't know. But she would, she'll, she would also kind of criticize the way things are, the government and the people. And whenever she would finish whatever she was talking about, she would always go, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love and, that. And I just had the biggest urge to do that. It's like you, you, you kind of say your points. And then at the end of it, you just, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, because that, that's what it is. I don't know. Happens. I do have a question for you. Do you think um, you said one of the things that we're divided on, you had brought up COVID. Do you think people are coming back on the whole extreme COVID thing? I feel like it, it's a lot quieter now. In what way? Get the vaccine. You're killing your grandma. 
I'll say it, this. It hasn't gone away. It's still here. I'll say this. It's fucking infuriating the way and, and I'm going to sound like an asshole right now and everybody's going to say, oh, no, no. I was saying from the very beginning, the very beginning, that this is just not as big of a deal as the whole world is making it. And now I feel like everybody's coming over to more to my side, even the ones that were like, the sky is falling. Yeah. But they, they'll always say, well, we had to do that. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just not getting any of what I want, which is, yeah, you were right. And I, I feel like I was right. And now everybody's gonna be, oh, there's, there's so many things I can say too. Well, a lot of people died. Okay. All right. Yeah. You were right. Yeah. We should, we locking the world down for two years was good. That was a good decision. Sure. Yeah. Like there was a trade-off, but was it necessarily the right thing? No. 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 Yeah, but I feel like it's a lot less quiet and people are starting to come over and uh, realize, oh, you know, it is what it was. But even then, too, like, all right, so everyone's everyone's getting COVID again, right? We, we Me and you both had it recently. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, there was one kind of like little sarcastic joke I like to say a couple times, but I've given up on it now. But I would say, good thing we all got vaccinated, right? Yeah. Thank but God. you know what they're going to say, right? Oh, well, if you didn't get vaccinated, it would have been worse. Yeah. Did you have your fourth booster yet, bro? There's <sighs> just like all these little narratives that people believe. And they're just like, ah, uh, I'm, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know how big pharma went from don't trust them. They're jacking up our prices too. Oh my God, you're our saviors. We love you. How did they switch? How did they, they were heel for so long. They were a heel for so long. Then they came out and then they were the fucking fan favorite. What happened? Are you and I joining the civil war on, on that side? No, no, yeah, no. Cause there's so much other bad <laughs> shit on that side. <laughs> yeah. I lean towards the other side more than the right side with a lot of things, but you know, it's the loud ones that ruin it for me. Maybe that's also. Maybe imagine, imagine a civil war with the right and the left, and then you have the guys that just kind of stay down the center, and yeah. we're like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, st- I don't, I don't, I'm not on a side. Like, where do we fit into that? That was a great question. Where do we fit into the civil war? The guys right down the line." Yeah, we, well, we, I'm we in probably, Indonesia. Yeah, it's your problem, man. Yeah, I'll be out reporting on what's going on in the streets. Just, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Just make sure know. you don't wear red or blue. Yeah, it's like Bloods versus Crips. Uh, wow, it seriously is. Yeah, that's weird. X Files music. Should we should we loop back to this? I don't know if we have anything to say about this. Uh, Am I the asshole? like not enough information we we took that and ran with it and we just forgot all about like coming up with the is that person the asshole we can oh, stretch yeah, a segment right. we can stretch a segment i'll tell you that yeah we we, we can I think yeah i out. forgot you're, you're right not enough info is one of them is one of the possible responses and then mm-hmm. actually it's not everybody's assholes it's everyone sucks here esh and yeah. if esh i am tempted to say we need to know why it was Rocky. We need to know why the relationship was Rocky. And On that, the surface, actually, he's an asshole. Yep. Funny enough, 
you say that. Um, where is it? Let's do some sleuthing. Go through our internet history and see some of the. Have arguments. you already looked at this? No, I haven't. But that gave me the idea. Because that's that's what um yeah here. Yes. You're the asshole based off of comment history. An emotional affair is still an affair. Divorce your husband for fuck's sake. He deserves a wife who loves him, not someone who's shit talking him behind his back. I'm I might be more angry than I should be considering this is what my ex fiance did to me. But seriously, either break it off with your AP. It's AP. Or divorce your husband. Do not do this to him. So yeah, they're saying uh, her comment history uh shows that she is obsessing over another man yeah like here's one can't stop fantasizing about lo and then feeling guilty i went lc with my lo in march we had two text exchanges since then i keep hoping what is all these little abbreviations i can't keep up with these abbreviations it's because you gotta go into the fucking pot about all right the rules there's no acronym guide more no yeah so she's been having yeah she sucks yeah yeah it doesn't sound good for either of them now i'm, I'm almost leaning towards esh yeah she says you should the one of the comments on this post i was just reading i go to wait so i'll start from the top i went to lc with my lo in march we've had two text exchanges since then i keep hoping he'll text me more but at the same time no it's probably for the best if he doesn't I go to bed earlier than my husband, and nearly every night I pull out my special toy. Oh, God. And imagine a scenario where my LO has... I didn't know this was going this way. LO has professed his love to me, and we make passionate love, then I feel so guilty. I feel like I'm cheating on my husband. I don't know how to stop, though. Yeah. No wonder he wants to look through your fucking phone. It's kind of interesting, too, going back to that little cryptic sentence. No infidelity has taken place. Really? What is the definition of infidelity? I'm curious. What is the exact definition? The act or fact of having a romantic or sexual relationship with someone other than one's husband. That sounds like infidelity's happened, in my opinion. I love how she has an Ask Reddit post from 201 days ago. When did you know it was time for a divorce? (laughs) Seriously. Jesus. Um, And now to kind of circle back. Oh, mega crush on my therapist. Okay, that's interesting. I'm gonna say I'm gonna circle back to something you said, Chris. Gone. Shit, is it gone? Oh no, no, here it is. Yeah, we were talking about talking about your relationship to other people, right? And you're talking about, well, you're only getting one side. That's what's happening here. We're only yeah. getting one side. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, we did a little digging and look. That's why he wants to look through your phone. Yeah. I don't and want him to see my Reddit account crushed on my therapist, fucking tickling my twidget to another guy. Like, no shit. It needs to end. Yeah. So I hope your husband leaves you. And I hope you get nothing in the settlement. <laughs> but we don't know what her husband's doing either. Yeah, if he's doing it too, I hope you get 50-50. But if it's just you being like this, why is he so crazy? It seems like this girl's batshit crazy. I'm not gonna make any judgments here, but yeah, I hate I hate everybody. Yep. I think that was an hour. More than yep. an hour. And I think that's a good place to end it, unless you have any more that you want to uh dive into. 
no, that was just the right amount of meandering. And uh, <laughs> no, I think I think it was good today. Yeah, we, we touched on some, some stuff. Yeah. And it was one of those episodes where we were like, what do you want to talk about? And we were like, I got nothing. And then we just started recording. So love it. All right, Kyle. I love it. I love you. I will talk to you next time. I love you too, Chris. Bye. This is life being bound to love.